estás en el estudio con Dre, Big H y Triple C. Gente, pónganse a escuchar el Silverback Podcast. Me das en paca, ¿oíste? Silverback Chronicles Podcast. Silverbacks. Yo. Silverback Chronicles Podcast. Silverbacks. Shout out that girl cute. Hope you're doing your thing in Joycey. In Joycey. In Joycey. Oh, pit of the United States. Or Speaking of Jersey, oh, Bruce Springsteen. Like, the guy hemmed up. What oh, happened? Hey, traffic stop. Oh, really? They caught him drinking and driving. It's like, you Bruce Springsteen, and you get caught now? All those years, yeah. you've been rocking and rolling, <laughs> drinking and driving, <laughs> and you get caught now? Kill, like, killing, and yo, killing the stage. That's a, that's a sign, son. Don't yeah. drink and drive. No, I, I I will figure somebody of uh, of his stature had get a driver, bro. Yeah. What's his nickname again? The boss. The boss? Yeah. If the boss. the boss gets locked up for DUI, you're oh, going down. Yeah. You're going down. Safe to say. I mean, you know, no doubt. But I mean, that officer or trooper, like you couldn't look out for the dude. Like yo, you couldn't choose the least intrusive. The least intrusive. <laughs> you couldn't escalate that. <laughs> you, you couldn't be like, yo, chill. Let me call somebody that can come pick you up. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Come on, bro. Yo, I see you wearing that fresh. Because it's snowing. It's snowing, so you know I got to wear the snow white. That blanco. <laughs> but yo, we here at World What's Up. It's your boys in blue, Silverback Chronicles Podcast. Your boy, Big H. I got my brother, Dre. What's poppin'? Yeah. There you go. We here. We here. Triple C. Yo. What's good, baby? Maintaining chilling. All day, every day. Uh, ladies and gents, we got a phenomenal episode tonight. By the way, it's episode 59, 59. Shout out to everybody that's listened to all 59 episodes, man. We we love y'all. What? We appreciate y'all. We're, 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 there's a lot of stuff in the there's a lot of stuff in the works. Like Stop boxes, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. A lot of things going on. So we're really gonna do like monthly giveaways to those loyal listeners. Like my man, uh, what's his name? CJ? Loyalty over royalty. That's what's up. You know what I'm saying? Whoop they shout out to him, he's killing it. Uh, he signed a deal with GQ. Shit. Come see. I'm me. not bad at that. And Frenchie signed him. Frenchie from the block, like from the BX. That's French yeah. Montana. Anyway. God bless him. Yeah. yeah. Keep getting the king. Proud of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get that. Triple C, it's about that time. You already know. You already know. Stop Box USA. Tell him. That code, Silverback Podcast. All caps, Silverback Podcast. Get to 20% off, ladies and gentlemen. Please take full advantage of it. We're here. We ain't going nowhere. We appreciate Stop Box USA. 
for being one of our sponsors. They're looking out big time. But um, give a shout out to my brother um, Albino, First Choice Home Improvements. He's uh, a monster at what he does. And, uh, yes. He's actually uh, working on one of my good friends from college doing his uh, house right now, currently. Oh, uh, that's where he's been. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> My house, my house needs a touch up. I can't find the guy. Oh, okay, okay, Albino. See no problem. Is. Okay, take care of that. All right, all right. I'm not mad at you, but all right, showing all right. off. Okay, I'm not mad at you. <laughs> but yeah, shout out to my brother Albino, our brother, first choice home improvement. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, everybody else out there, man, shout out to the world. Who's uh, everybody? Keep grinding, Dre. Who give a shout out to, son? Again, everybody, just we here. You know what? I'm gonna give a shout out to my man, um, C Nick. My man, C Nick, got his own tequila. His own tequila. Yes, yes. Wow. We're talking about. We're not talking about Kool Aid or iced tea. Tequila. Talking about tequila. Tequila. And it's and it's clear too, so you won't act up. You know what I'm saying? I want to get a chance. You know, let me get a bottle, test that out. It's on the way. It's on the way. Perfect. Yeah, see Nick. It's on the way. I'm about to tell you his little Instagram jump off. Cause you uh, threw me off. I wasn't ready. I should have been ready. So good. I was just talking to this guy, man. God, Jesus. It's called Vive. Vive Tequila. Oh, here it is. All right. P Nick the Third. Actually, this kid. This kid. Yo, he's the first, first student. To become the president of the business school. To what school? Clark Atlanta University. Wow. The kid's a beast. That's what's up. He's a beast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My man P. Nick the Third on Instagram. He has a tequila called Yave. Y-A-V-E tequila.com. Um, it's all it's all it, it's heavy in New York City. Like High 97 promotes it. Yave. Yave. Nice. And uh, he's gonna show us some love. No doubt. And in return, you know, we'll get everybody start drinking that thing. And everybody get nice and you know, saucy. saucy. That's right. Well, That's right. All right, folks. Let's get it. It's, it's time. Real. I'm excited today. I'm Me excited. too. I'm I'm stoked. I mean, I was already lit, but I'm excited because this kid's here. Absolutely. The kid is here. Listen, this episode 59, we got one of our brothers that we love dearly. And uh, got time on the job. Shit. He got more time than us. And his knowledge, his expertise, his passion for what he does is uh, fair, far, and in between none. He's a monster. I believe the department labeled him a uh, rising star. Yeah, he's past rising. He is a star. Yeah. To be a young supervisor for homicide. Ooh. Not we just got, we got our first homicide, our first homicide sergeant, detective, detective sergeant. Yes. Sorry, the man is amazing. His knowledge, his impact on what he does with people, takes the job very seriously. With no further ado, Sergeant Mike Goss. Appreciate it. No, appreciate you. Big H, Triple C. Great. Number love. It's 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 it don't get no better. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Thank I know 
I know we were supposed to do this a while ago, but yeah. thanks for being here now. <laughs> Damn Actually, right. Now is what's important. <laughs> i tell you this much, man. I've been wanting to get on here for a while. Yeah. It's been a while. I know I've probably been bugging you guys and shit. Nah, I ain't bugging. Nah, I ain't bugging. <laughs> shit, we wanted you as one as much as you wanted to be here, we wanted you here. Absolutely. Damn right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Sure. Damn right. It's all about, you know, wanting to tell a story. I mean, from my personal um standpoint, you was a partner to me mm. at one point. Yeah. And then you, you know, you leveled up. Boom. Get them things on your arms. Yes, sir. And you never changed. Never. And that's why I respect you. I appreciate you, that. You took over a um a real high stress position in uh, you know, citywide shootings. And you had a dope squad. Dope. Very unique. Very. We had it. Talk <laughs> your age. Talk about di- well, I mean, you know, but talk about triple C don't know. Talk about diversity. My squad, we had a white female, right. white male, right. Dominican from the Bronx. Mm-hmm. Uh was was Rue. Rue was, was from uh, uh He's from the Bronx. He's, but from, he's, he's from New York. Yeah, he's Central American, I believe. Right, Central America. I can't point pinpoint where he's from. Roots from the Bronx, right? And then we had an Asian. Mm-hmm. Am I missing somebody? He's from New York too. And then Flo. Flo was from New York. And Flo's from New York too. Mm. You gotta understand. I had three, three or four from New York. Wow. So when I took over, it was it was it was amazing. <laughs> it was amazing. I bet. I mean, it was nothing but fun fun times. Great times. Great times. Wow. We, had some, we had some times, man. I'll yeah, tell you that dope. much. It was dope. So I, no, I think he's Panamanian. Yes. Ru. I believe so. Ru. He is. Yeah. Not just yeah. on too, not too long ago. Shout out to Ru. I can't wait for him to come on. He's I can't also, wait. He's also a supervisor. Yeah. Yes, he is. He's been through a lot. Yes, he has. He has a lot to tell. Yes. He came up with us. Yep. All through the same. You all know? through the Northeast, man. Yeah. Yeah. Northeast. yeah. All yeah. of us. And, um, I mean, yeah, great people. He's also military. Yep. You know? Yeah. But yeah, you had a different squad for that squad to be. It was my second squad, to be honest. Right, but it's your first, like, investigator squad. Yes. It was unique, and uh, we had challenges, but you made it happen for us. That's right. I appreciate that. You didn't change at all, because certain people get um, super, you know, they get the stripes, and they They act funny. They jump off the damn roof. They act funny. See, the thing is, right? When you come into this uh, profession, one thing I've always heard was you got to stay the same. Mm. Be who you are. You laid back, be laid back. You're asshole, be, you're going to be an asshole. Right. But one thing about me when um, I was a detective, I was always laid back, chill. Even when I got promoted, nothing's going to change about me. And that's what I brought to the squad. And I think they respected that was the fact that I stayed who I was from when I was there. And then coming back, we had fun. Mm. Hit it all together, all hands on deck. It was it was nothing. Yeah, when it was time to work, yo, time it was to go. work. It was time to have fun. Time to have fun. You t- but you took care of us. Took care of them. Yeah. And that's the number one thing. And that's not a, even that's not even police work. That's 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 military. I made mm. a lot. I made a lot of money during that time. I'm just like, you know. The grind don't stop. It don't, don't stop ever. It don't, man. <laughs> So Tommy, let's get let's take it back to the beginning. Okay. Where you from? Born and raised. Let born, the world know. Born and raised, man, Baltimore. East side or west side? West side, man. He's a west side Mac- guy. McCullough. Ooh. McCullough. Ooh. He from that dirt. Wow. Yes, yeah. Man's court all the way. Mm. You gotta think about it, man. Uh 
being born and raised in Baltimore, single mom, father passed when I was two. Mm. You know, wow, she did her thing, and to raise me to be the person that I am today, you know, I gotta give all thanks to God and also thanks to my mom. Shout out to Mom Dukes all day. Mom Dukes all the way, all the way, man. She she, we had struggles, you know, but that makes character. Mm. Mm. That makes you who you are. Right. You know, going to Gilmore Elementary, then going to, you know, uh, Edgewood. Uh, went from there, went to Garrison, Garrison Middle. Mm. Then went from there, went to Edmondson. Shout out to uh, Edmondson Village, man. I, I, <laughs> bang, bang. Yes, sir. I, I, look, I had my best times up there, man. Mount Holly, Emerson. I lived in Jamestown. And then from there, man, 18, 19 years old, I decided to go into the police department. So what's up? So you was a cadet? Yes, sir. Wow, what age? Uh, I came in right when I turned 19. Wow. Right when I turned 19. That's dope. I, uh, I applied. I had a buddy of mine who just graduated a year before me, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I was actually in a program at Edmondson, uh, JRTC. Mm. And I was slated to go to the military. Air Force, I was looking to either Navy. Um, at the time, my stepfather, who was a big influence, big influence in my life, man, big influence, to the point to where, you know, like I said, my father passed when I was two. He came in my life and shaped and molded me into, with my mom, into the person I am today. Mm. And uh, he was a veteran um, of the Air Force. So that itself, right? And shout out to the Air Force, man. Mm. Whenever they have, like, football games and shit like that, mm-hmm. you know, I always root for him. But um, his name was, uh, you know, MB. I'm going to just say MB, mm-hmm. right? He... Uh, he really uh, touched touched me, man, in a point where I can't describe, man. It, it, he really put, left an impact on my life. Him, not only did he and uh, Major um, Major, uh, I'm sorry, Sergeant Sergeant uh, Felder, Sergeant Felder was another person that put a, had an impact on my life, and it made me go into the direction that I am in today. Mm. And so at 19, I, um, I decided to go in, um, this guy named Ross, he was like, Hey man, look, you can make about 30,000 being a cadet. I was like, Oh, what? 30,000? Man. No, uh, college. Right. Come straight in. Boom. Took the test. Got hired on in October. That was all she wrote, man. I've been there for uh, 14 years now. 14. Wow. So what you got two years cadet time, right? Yes, sir. That's what's up. I'm 32 right now, so you know, living the life. Amazing. Living life. So when you got in the streets, what was your niche as an officer? <sighs> what did you like to get into? Man, Word, like what you had an eye for? Word. Man, all right. So <laughs> <laughs> just getting started, right? Uh-huh. Times were different back then. Times were different, but shout out to the Northeast, man. All day. And you know, I'm a West Side dude, right? Like I said, born and raised. Mm-hmm. First place they sent me was where? Over East. Over East. I was out of my element, man. Big Don't C, I was me. out of my element. Right. I couldn't believe it. I said, nah. I said, send me over to the Western. Send me to the Southwest, to the Northwest. Right. Somewhere where I know where I'm going. Right. Nah, they sent me over at Northeast. 
where the fuck am I at? Right. To, to report, report writing capital. Report writing capital. Right. But you know what? I had a, I had a good squad. Shout out to YB. Mm-hmm. Shout out to JB. Shout out to uh, TM. Shout out to my 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 shift zero nine five. Mm. All she wrote. But guess who comes along? Right. These two. <laughs> right, Big C. <laughs> I've been there for uh, I want to say about a year, but during the time that I th- that year before I met Dre and I met uh, Big H, I was uh, inspiring to be a drug cop. Yeah. And that's when I came across Moody, came across Doe, mm. and I came across my man, Chandler. Mm-hmm. Chandler. May he rest in peace. May he rest in peace, man. All day. And uh, to this day, man, I'm going to be honest with you. To this day, I wear this on my badge. Mm. Regardless mm. if it's silver or if it's gold, I'm always going to wear it. And uh, I got it on, too. Damn right. Mm-hmm. Me and him, I'm going to tell you a little quick little story. Go ahead. Quick yeah. little story about, about me and Chandler, right? Go ahead. Uh, we had this uh, officer, female officer, uh, SP. She used to call <laughs> call me BB. And if she listens to this podcast, she'll know exactly who she is. Is she still on? Yeah, she's still on. White okay. female, blonde. Uh, but shout out to uh, SP. She used to call me and Chandler. BBs, right? Big asses, big B, big butts, whatever. You know what I mean? We, you know what I mean? You gotta think about it. we coming out straight up the cat. I'm coming straight up the academy. Chandler had a little bit more time on it, right? Uh, and uh, you know, being in shape, having a nice fitted uniform was nothing better. Looking like a silverback. Damn right. Right, right, right. right. Ain't nothing better. Why, why back? Ain't nothing better than showing up to a call, being presentable. Absolutely. Uniform on point, clean. Boots clean, right? You know, they know you're about business. They ain't going to test mm. you. So uh, Chandler was on the other shift, right? I was on 095. And they decided to start a flex squad. I was like, all right, cool. I'm down with that. Because prior to them starting the flex squad, they had initiative squads. At the time, uh, we had... 25 to 26 people on the shift. That's unheard of now. Yeah, you right about that. Uh, uh. Unheard of. 25 to 26 people on a shift. And because we have like out-of-state listeners and different department listeners, what is a flex squad? A flex squad wasn't your typical drug unit. It wasn't a typical... Uh, um, plain clothes unit. It was a unit that was utilized by the district for any time of the day to tackle any uh, complaint or any type of uh, initiative that they needed done for that day. Mm. So every day you come to work, you don't know what you're doing. You don't know what you're doing. You might be handling a parade or just straight enforce- like, enforcement. Right. It was more so enforcement. It was a uh, traffic initiative. It could be uh Drug enforcement. Conducting in high crime areas. High crime areas. Right. Uh, you know. They don't have that no more? Or, or serving warrants. Right. What'd you say, Big C? I said they ain't, they ain't got flex no more? It's probably a different name for it. Now nah, we've been defunded. Yeah. 
Yeah, because I remember when I was a commissioner, they used to come through all the time. Like I remember Flex got they used to get mad because Flex got got preference when they when they needed warrants or certain things. Yeah, unless it was high, you know, unless it was crimes of violence. Right, Flex got Flex head. They deal with like a lot of like we need this right now. Like Mm -hmm. it's hot. Yep. Right. So go ahead. So, what they did was took two guys that were at the time bringing in numbers. So they knew that I had I had a little niche for wanting to work drugs, you know. Um, they would take me out of service. All right, do this on Urban Avenue. Um, go down to uh, Bel Air Road. Go down to Harford Road. Go down to uh, the four by four. Give me something. Give me some tickets. Give me some um, some violations. Give me some drug drug offenses and once you get good at it right what they do is okay you got a little bit of a niche to it we want to kind of up you up and trying to train you right so what they did was uh they put me and Chandler together um and the first day we got together (laughs) it was like two peas in a pod two peas in a fucking pod that was my guy you know um and god bless his soul um love him dearly Shout out to his family, mm-hmm. um, but we spent a uh, we spent a good portion in the same car together. Me, him, Moody, uh, um, Tanishan. You know, we 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 had a good time. We had a good squad at the time. Um, I can just say that his smile, his energy, mm-hmm. light up the whole room. Let you know that you was gonna be all right for that shift. Oh what? Uh, yeah. Big H, what? That was my that was my man. Ryder. Like I said, he had more time on than me at the time. So he would definitely make sure I was right. Yeah, we 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 definitely um express our love for Chandler as yeah. much as we can on the episode on, on the podcast. Yeah. That just because no he was such a fucking phenomenal person. The influence. The influence. That's what I call it. And still to this day. I miss the guy. I miss him. Yeah. Still to this day, I think that he uh, he covers and watches over us. Absolutely. Yeah. So Everybody from Doe to Dre, Hort, me, Moody, Tanishan, even the supervisor. I mean, I just, his presence was so uh, effective. Um, but... After being with them for a few, maybe a year or two, mm-hmm. uh, at the time, our deputy major, at the time, before they had captains, they had deputy majors, uh, was DS. You know, he was like, hey, uh, I heard that you're supposed to be going down to the Southeast District, working the Monument Street Initiative. I was like, yeah, I put a 95 in Lee." It was more so trying to broaden my horizons, you know. Um, I had a buddy that was working in the Monument Street Initiative. And like I said, I've never been to the east side before. So I'm. if you think about it, for all the outside listeners right now, Northeast um, was the top of the, top of the, top of the city, uh, Northeast. And then Monument Street is literally the, the s- dividing of the south portion and the eastern portion of the two districts. 
you get a different feel for each district. district. Mm-hmm. So I end up getting down there and I meet the best supervisor of my life. Mm. Yeah, like you was entrenched. Like, yeah. Best supervisor of my life. Shout out to him, AM. Um, He's a dope guy. <laughs> dope. That guy's a that guy's a wizard on the streets. He knows his shit. Mm. Um, where is he? Where is he now? He should be in the Eastern. No, um, where is he now? Eastern District. Oh, okay, he's in the Eastern District right now, and uh, kids a beast. Just on patrol? No, he's no, in. The, he's in the debt. Oh, okay, and uh, that's my man. Yeah, he's a, he's a beast. Real good guy. I, real great guy, man. He, I mean, he's <laughs> he was one of the first people I told when I uh when about my first boy. Mm. <clears throat> nice with the hands yeah. too. <laughs> what? The boy's he, a fighter. He did MMA and all that. MMA. He uh like I said, he he had a big influence on my life. He um I told him about my firstborn. I told him, you know, he pretty much taught me about search warrants, what to look for, uh, and drugs. God was so good, I stayed with him for six years. What was it what was uh, it about him that influenced you on the life aspect? Not police, but like what was it about him on the life aspect? Like um, what he say, what he do, like it's just the way he carried himself. The way um, every day he came to work and he prepared. It was no nonsense. It was no bullshit. Uh, it was straightforward to the point. And at the end of the day, I would have followed that man through a goddamn wall. Mm. You would have told me to run through this motherfucking wall right now, I'd run through it. <laughs> <laughs> For real. It didn't matter. It didn't matter. Right. It didn't matter. And he did it the right way. The right way. And the squad that we had together, man, it was it was amazing. We did it the right way, the way that it's supposed to be. And he took care of us. He took care and, of everybody. And he took care of you. And that's why I say the way that I am today as a supervisor, it's because of him. I give I give all gratitude to him, man. You was being groomed way before you was gonna be a supervisor. I believe so. I believe it, man. Uh, you know, I just think that the way he groomed me mm-hmm. to who I am today, right? I give it to my guys where I am now, uh, where I was before. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna keep it going. So after I, I stayed with him for about six years, we go from. Monument Street. Um, from there, we go to um, VSIS or VSID, whatever you want to call it. But OID. Or, OID. But at the time, it was Violent Crimes Impact Division. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it turned into uh, OID. Uh, next thing you know, you know, we working from out of the the, the, the Northwest, still working in the Eastern. Mm. Having a good time. Running up and down the streets. That was a good time. It was a great time. You know, foot chases, car chases. Right. Uh, a lot of bad people getting locked up. <laughs> a lot of people going to jail. Bad people. Bad people. The ones that deserve to go. Absolutely. That need to go. That needs to go. That's the reason why, you know, crime was low at the time. Yeah. Crime was low. Yeah. So, from Baltimore, there. Baltimore City had low numbers back then. Back, back then. then. Yes, sir. You're talking about under 200 just a little bit over 200 for the homicide rate. Mm-hmm. Uh, from there, um, 
I decided to 2015 hit. And I was done. I was done. Really? I was that was I checked out. Well after the riots? Yes, sir. I checked out. Couldn't do it. What were you doing the riots? Uh, I mean, I know you was there, but like where? Like So when it popped off, we were up at Mondalmin. You guys were like mobile field force? Mobile field force. And we had training on um, riot control. So what they did was they sent us from, so well, they sent us to Mardarman and where the epicenter was. Once that kind of cleared up, they sent us from there. Once Mardarman kind of calmed down and all the people were gone, they sent us downtown. And what I experienced that day shifted and changed it, not changed it, but changed me um, fully. It really. Uh, what did it? What did it was the fact that seeing the looting, seeing them burn down a uh, old person's home, mm. um, taking a flag and disrespecting it, you know, especially because I had family that was in the military. My father was in the army, uh, cousins, navy, uh, uncle, marine unit. Mm. Um, you know, I just didn't, I didn't, I didn't like it. So once the riots occurred, I uh, I checked out. I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't do it anymore. And I told my uh, my lieutenant at the time, uh, JF, I can't. Uh, I'm done. I'm just a shell of myself. You got to think about it. It's been six years. I was, I was done. And I loved my squad. Loved them. Loved them. I loved the guys. And uh, and it hurt me to have to leave. You know, because I didn't want to leave AM. You know, sometimes you want to attach yourself to one person. And sometimes it happens like that. You attach yourself to them and just keep riding that train. It happens. It happens. It happens. But uh, I couldn't do it anymore. And... um. We had a uh, supervisor who came in, and uh, it was around Christmas time, going into 2016. Mm-hmm. He was like, uh, who want to leave? Just like that. Just like that. Who want to leave? I said, I do. <laughs> right. I mean, I'm done. I checked out months ago. Came to the barn and said that? Yep. At the wow. barn, he said, look, who, who, who got transfers in, who's ready to go? Wow. I talked to my partner at the time. I'm not going to put his name out there. I talked to my partner. I said, look, this this is the opportunity. I talked to my partner. I said, man, we've been together for six years. You was burnt out. Burnt out. I told him, I said, man, it's time to go. He said, where are we going to go? I said, investigation. Now, see, that's that, that's a true partner. Where are we going to go? Oh, that's dope. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't none of those. All right, well, you know. I still love you, bro, but, you know, handle your shit. And he said, nah, where we going? Where we going? We try to do that, buddy. There's too much hate. <laughs> <laughs> but we still here right, right. now. I love it. So, so where we going? I was getting ready to say, go ahead, go, go ahead and keep pouring. Yes, sir. My man. Yeah, yes, I need some of that. Yeah. Too. You know that, 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 uh, the that thing buffalo. we call Buffalo Trace. That right? Buffalo Trace. Shout out to Buffalo. That's Boy. right. Go, go get some of that. Um, so then... Uh, the supervisor They made some shit happen Next thing you know I was in uh, Shootings Cause I interviewed for shootings 
twice during that time, mm-hmm. in 2015. I interviewed twice. I did pretty well. Because mm-hmm. you got to think about it. Coming from the background that we have come from, mm-hmm. you know, you doing search warrants. Right. You're doing um, shit on the fly. You can type and you can use Word and you can use all these different things. You can talk to people. You can uh, get CIs and talk to them and have people in the box and talk to them and be comfortable. That's one of the things that a lot of people don't understand. To be a good investigator, you got to be able to talk to people. A hundred percent. The basic things. Basic. You got to be able to relate. Because at the end of the day, that, and I don't want to get on the soapbox, but that's what these politicians don't understand is that like what we do for a living is we're dealing with a criminal element, but also at the end of it, it's a human aspect. True. They don't understand that. They just are, you know, we do this every day. Mm-hmm. We know how to talk to certain people. Yes, sir. People, some people in the hood, and I'm sure both all of us could attest to it. They don't understand, sir. Stop. They understand, motherfucker. Stop. Right. And it's not offensive to them. That's, that's what they used what they to. Know. That's what they used to. Yep. <clears throat> so, so, I mean, at that time, I was like, listen, it's about time for me to roll. Hopefully, I did well on the the interview. I gave him two or three search warrants, the ones that I written, the ones that I hit. You know, went to went to court, got convictions for. Um, did well. Next thing you know, he comes in and says, "All right, Mike, uh, you going to uh, citywide shootings?" They just made the unit around that time, around 2015. Sorry to interrupt. Let me just say one thing. When I came to shootings, you was there. As a detective. Yes, sir. My first shooting, my first shooting, my first shooting, it was mm-hmm. the Central District. I remember. My sergeant left me. Now, I'm not going to say his name because he's a legit scumbag. You know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. But the, the reason why I bring this up is that you stood with me. And the only reason why I closed this case, H, is because it ran around the clock. Like, it was so, the people were so willing to tell me what happened. You couldn't go home and then, you know, because people, when when something happens, if I leave for eight hours and then I come back, you may not want to talk to me. So now I'm here. Mm-hmm. I stood there. My, my sergeant left me. I didn't know my squad. My sergeant left me. I'm a brand new shoot, shootings detective. I came to him. He was there with me along with Brother Deese, yes, who we're gonna have on. Mm-hmm. But Deese, you know, Deese, big bro, sends <laughs> little bro to come come be with little bro. Right. So now we out there. He did everything with me, and I was able to close a shooting mm. with him. My first shooting, I closed it with him. Fire! My God, it was crazy. That's Fire! My it was. I will never forget it because it was such a. Like, you know, for you, it may be like, you know, you already had like two, three months there in yes. shootings as a detective. Yes. But for me, it was like, oh, my God, this is a big deal. What but for that to be your first shooting. For my first shooting. And your supervisor leaves. He leaves. He's like, yo, I got to go get some sleep. Let me know what you get. I'm talking to him every time. I'm like, this is what he said. He's like, all right, so then tell him this. 
And I'm like, all right, I'll call you back. <laughs> um, so, sir, you know, so then, and I'm like, yo, he said this. And I'm running back. All right. You know, my my guy, you know, he's 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 uh, coaching me right. onto what to ask. You know, questions. It's like, you know, because we came from drugs. We didn't yes, come sir. from, like, the investigative background. Did you yeah. fart or was that a burp? That was a burp. Oh, yeah, that's fart. what I was going to ask. I would never. Um, <laughs> With y'all being experienced right now, explain what that, that means. Right? I'm a gentleman. <laughs> Just Explain saying. what that means for the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> it's always been like this, right? It's always been like this with them too. Yes. Always. Yeah, always. 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 Yo, me, yo, meeting for the first time, like literally it's going on year two. Like, it, like I can see it. Like automatically, yo. It's like, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? It's like two dudes that was hooping. You knew the point guard oh, and then, you know what I mean? You knew the right. point guard in the center. They, they, they know each other. They know. heard that. They right. real well. He ain't just fucking fart, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's so stupid, yo. Oh, my God. It was cute. And it... <laughs> it was a toot. Right. I eat too. I got you. Nah, but yo, um, he threw me off. So yeah, like, but for him so, to be with you the entire yeah, shooting... Yeah. And get I'm you giving, right. I'm so I was going to say, break it down for you, for now being a seasoned vet, and then go back to younger you. Can you explain to the listeners, like, what that was like? Because, like, you just said, like, this was your first shooting. Yeah. Now you're a seasoned vet. Like, what are those steps you got to go through if you have that same scene now as a, like, you got to do this? I mean, gotta, now it's automatic because it's, like, muscle memory. Yeah. But, but I mean, time, explain that to, to the listeners yeah. to let them know, you I mean, know, like. I'm looking at everything. Yeah. But at the time, it was scary because it's, like, I like, mean, he's there. The supervisor's yeah. there initially. But then when we go back and we put in all the information in the system, mm -hmm. he's like, yo, all right, let me know how it goes. But then, like, I got the people from the, you know, the victims yeah. and the victims, you know, uh, spouse yeah. calling me he's gone so it's like i have nobody to talk to so he was on midnights i mean sergeant g was on on midnights and i'm like at the time i'm like yo what do i do he's like yo this is how you gotta do he walked me through everything and it made That's me dope. a better detective That's like dope. what a supervisor supposed to do he's supposed to knowing that your subordinate your detective mm -hmm. got his first very shooting. first shooting right so he's nervous Gonna be nervous, mm -hmm. and it's like guidelines A through Z. Right. That's so what, that's he's what there. Right. The supervisor right. is right. there from yeah. A through C. Right. Now what the fuck I'm gonna do with D E F G? You right. know what I'm saying? And his supervisor's like, "All right, yo, just let me know what you got tomorrow." Yeah. And you're like, "Yo, wow. what you mean? You gotta walk me through this yeah. step by step." Especially for your first one, like your very first one, and that's yeah, what I was trying to get to. Yeah. yeah. You know it's yeah. crazy. He was so happy when it closed, but it's like I'm looking at him sideways, like. That's crazy. Nah, you ain't helping me with this shit. Is, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. I mean, it opened my eye towards him, which problems came later. But nah, thank you for that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but he was dead. there. He was there as a detective. He wasn't even made yet. He, I don't. Did you take the test at the time? Uh, nah. were you on the list? I don't think you were. No, no, I took it at, uh, middle might. of 2016, end of 2016. No, no, no. I'm sorry. It was middle of 2016 I took the test. So you might have just taken the test mm -hmm. and you were waiting on results. Yes. And you helped me out, came out there, did the interview with me. That's dope. When I missed certain questions, he was there to ask them. 
Mm. And it closed the case. Right. And I will never forget That's that. That's, That's something sure. that, like, as a detective, you'd be like, yo, my sergeant was there. Like, yeah. Mm. How did but, you feel, right, Sarge, when you got the call and, and you like, damn, my man. And you knew that he needed help. Well, at the end of the day, when you think about it, I mean, I didn't, me and we Drake. didn't call. We were, I just walked around the corner. Right. He was just there. He's like, oh, what's wow. up? I, yeah. He offered it. He was like, yo, what's up? What you got? And I'm like, yo, let me run something by you. Mm -hmm. And then he, of course, him and Deese were like, yo, where your supervisor at? No. I'm like, yo, he home sleeping. They're like, we got you, little Say bro. no more. So and my then, desk sat on the corner near the copier. Mm. And you had Deese right behind me, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so Dre come around the corner, brand new. But I knew Dre prior to, of mm -hmm. course. Because we were OID together yeah. and from the Northeast. And from the Northeast. Mm -hmm. So when he first got up there on the on the on the floor, of course I'm happy. I'm gonna look out for my man's. Right. You know, at the end of the day, when it comes down to it, loyalty is a big thing to me. Mm. Mm. So when he walked around that corner, you can just feel the energy. Right. I said, "Yo, you good? You knew something was. I up. knew something was up. Right. Uh, <laughs> and, and he got his trademark. What? <laughs> Tie a little bit. A uh -huh. <laughs> little bit." You know, Lucy Goosey. Uh -huh. Lucy Goosey. <laughs> Lucy Goosey. He come around, I said, yo, Dre, you good? He broke it down to me. Uh -huh. Big bro came up behind me. Next thing you know, we sitting there conversing. Boom. <laughs> Took off. Mm. That's dope. After that, you know, we was good. I ain't sleep for 36 hours, and a good portion of it was, remember, we went out there, you drove me to the yeah. to the house, yep. and we got it closed. That's but, huge, man. Yeah, wow. man. And then That's this huge. guy shows up the next day, Oh yeah, great! We got a we got a closure. <laughs> I slapped the shit out of you, my nigga. <laughs> if you're listening to this, I know he's listening. But at the end but of the anyway. day, at the end of the day, you know, uh, sorry, I stayed there for what a year and a half. Insurance, yeah, about a year and a half. 2017, I got promoted. Mm, yeah. Um, but in my time in shootings, I learned a lot, a lot more than. Um, what I thought I knew, mm. you know, especially when it comes to investigations, when it came to interviewing, uh, when it came to uh, just being an overall overall detective. Right. Had to change my whole flow. Couldn't curse. Couldn't, uh, you know, use ad libs. Couldn't, you know, you got to be professional because you got to think about it. this is going to court. This is something that's going to be tried by by twelve in front of a jury. In front of a, a judge, mm -hmm. could possibly go up to the Supreme Court. Right. So you got to change your whole way. Um, shout out to the citywide shooting unit. You know, I met some great people there. You know, my people, uh, Nick, <laughs> my girl, that's my homie. Uh, I can't wait to have her on. Oh my God. I know that's going to be fire. Mm -hmm. Fire. Uh, Deese, um, E Master. E Master. Master's a problem. Problem, problem child. Mm. Uh, Teeter, yes. Keith, you got. Um, who else was uh? Flows out there. Flows out there thing. doing his thing. Um, he's in the northeast now. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, he's in the eastern. Um, no, no, no. Who in the northeast right now? Real. Sharp. Oh, the <sighs> monster. Let me tell you something about these 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 guys. <sighs> Killers. You got Smoothie, who's been on the show. Yep, Smoothie. Mm -hmm. The guy that don't want to come on the show, I don't know if I should say his name. Bullhead. Yep. Always sharp. But Clarence Beast. Ray is crazy. Clarence Ray. Northeast Clarence you know Ray is insane. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? He's smoothie partner. 
that. Yeah. And of course, I Banker, can get him now. Bank is an animal. Yeah. Bank is an animal. So I had a great time. He's man. an Indian animal, I thought. Wow. Indian. Had a great time. I mean, it was just a different flow. Right. Um, When I took the test, my sergeant at the time, old school, 30 plus years, did everything. Mm. Did everything from shootings to internal, district. I was like, yo, this man know everything. I would literally sit inside his, uh, his office. Just to soak up the information. You know, soaking up information is one of the things that makes us better. A hundred percent. You know? Gotta be a sponge. Yes. So from there, <laughs> got promoted, went to the Southwest District uh Midnights. Had a great squad there. Had a great squad. Some guys were um, you know, midnights, they was burnt out. Shout out to Patrol, man. Shout out to Patrol, one of the hardest working, the backbone of this month. I love this Patrol. motherfucking we, department. Absolutely, we talk about man. it all the time. Patrol, we love Patrol. Patrol love them. Gotta love, love them. Our t-shirts were designed for Patrol. Yes, mm-hmm. straight when up. I think about it. These guys every day, eight hours at the time. Uh, what was? Didn't they go up to what ten hours one time? Yeah, at that time we was on four hours. and threes for yeah, a minute. Yeah, you gotta time. think about it. That shit was brutal. Brutal. You gotta love get, you shout out to them, man. You know they they they. Get no respect, no respect on the street, no love from the city, and they dealing with the bulk of it mm-hmm. all the time, all the time. They're the face. Yes. you know I give I give them big ups. When I went to the midnights, I stayed there for about a year. Um, wow. Treat them, treat yeah. It was almost a year, and I, I'll tell you a quick little story. When uh, Dre came to me with Rue, <laughs> <laughs> when he showed up on the Southwest District lot, this your car, this your car, Sarge. <laughs> you don't remember that? I'm gonna tell you real quick. So <laughs> he look, he looking at me like uh, I'm crazy. Like, huh? So I interviewed for citywide shootings and homicide. And uh at the time they was they was together. They as was, a supervisor. As a supervisor. Gotcha. So I wanted to come back because I had a little bit of experience and you know, at the time, you know, I had a two year old, you know, well, eighteen months probably. Um and I wanted to be out the streets. My wife wanted me to be out the streets and She's like, you know, just go for it. This is what you love, so do it. Interview, did well, got picked up. Guess who shows up at the Southwest District? Rue, who I used to work with in the Northeast. Mm-hmm. And my man Dre right here to my right. <laughs> they show up in a, uh, 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 what was it? I think it was a, a Chevy. They had the uh, garage. You had the garage. You pull up with Rue and say, hey, man, this, just, this is going to be your car. <laughs> I said, oh, okay. You supposed to be coming on Monday. I said, all right, that's what's up. Next thing you know, that Monday, I show up. They said, all right, you got, um, I forgot who squad I had, but I know I had Rue and I had Masters. And uh, they, were, they were the backbone of my, of my, of my squad. They were the backbone. And uh, at the time, you know, it was only two people in the squad. And... When I got picked up, excuse me, you were there. You got into you got into some shit, (laughs) and next thing you know, Uh, he's on timeout. You're in the timeout. I'm in a a penalty box. In a penalty box. (laughs) In a penalty box. Then he comes to the Southwest, and then I think you they cleared it up. They cleared it up. Then you come back because I got the juice. Yes, but. But I didn't. When I first interviewed you, did come with Rue. Yeah, they said that was coming. 
So there was a part yeah, that I missed. Yeah. I, now I do remember. Yes. Yeah. He gets, uh, yeah. he comes back to the squad because Rue and Masters, are the only two in the shooting squad. He had, a, think about he had a shooting unit. He had a shooting squad with only two detectives. For the whole city. For the whole Damn. city. Whole during, city. During the summer of what, 2018? 2018. That wasn't, no, it might have been 2017. Yes, you're right. 2017. That was busy for them. Like, I remember talking to Masters, and she's a dope ass detective. Yeah. She was like, Yo, I thought about quitting. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was it was that bad. Enough was like, enough. Every huh? shooting was two, two detectives? You got to think about it. Put them on. Put them on. Put them on. Dete- uh, shooting investigations is tough. In Baltimore, it's the tough one of the toughest investigations you've ever come across. Because guys in the city believe that getting shot is a badge of honor. They believe that I get shot and I survive mm. gives me clout. Mm-hmm. That's a tab, like right. That's a stripe. That's a stripe. That's well, a that's a medal. So why would I, you know, speak to you in reference to it? <laughs> I have a I had a partner at the time. His name was uh. MP, and uh, we show up to the hospital. Motherfucker told me, G code. Mm. He was shot in the face. Triple C, shot in the face. Motherfucker wrote on the goddamn uh, eraser board, G code. I say, well, sir, you got anything else to say to me? What are you gonna do with that? Walked on out. What are you going to do with that? G-Code. G-Code. Yo, that's the craziest thing. I call that man G-Code. G-Code. You know, that's the craziest thing about, like, any shooting detective that does shootings across the country. No one's going to talk because they want to hand. You know, it's a sense of pride. Like, they want to go back out there and get their own. Yep. It's different from homicide, right? I mean, mean, you can touch on that. We'll touch on that. Homicide Mm -hmm. is like, you know, the guilt of the death, you know. I'll tell you this much. Homicides is you know what? easier. What's the difference between homicide and shootings? Great question. Because he was a sergeant in shootings. Oh, oh wow. So the difference between shootings and homicides is the fact that you have a living victim who's your best witness mm. in shootings. That's your best witness. You put him on the stand, your case Done. done. Your case is done. So, He's out. Done. I saw him do this and do that and do blah For homicides, you gotta think about it. They can't talk. They can't talk. And guess who speaks for them? You do. The detective. Mm. The unit. We speak for the dead. Speak for the family. Based on science, right? Based on hard facts. Oh, hard facts. Okay, excuse me. On leads. I. How does it feel being the youngest the youngest detective sergeant on the homicide unit in Baltimore City? One of the country's most famous famous units. units. Like there's books written on the Baltimore City homicide unit. Shows. Shows. <laughs> and not for nothing on homicide. It's an honor. I I I'll tell you this much. It, I'll give it to the major. I give it to the major. That brought me down. Mm. He saw something in me that um, that I didn't see in myself. And he saw that I would be able to come down and lead a, a group of men 
and lead an investigation to the very end from start to finish. Mm. And I'm honored by that because not too many uh, supervisors can look beyond your age, your experience, and see that you're going to be well in this line of work. And uh, I'm not going to say it's not difficult. It is. But I love my guys. I have seven of them. And uh, I have the oldest squad on the the floor. Mm. (laughs) The oldest squad. You know, uh, I have my my oldest guy has 30 years on. Damn. Damn. 30. And my youngest has 14, just as much as I have on. Wow. Wow. Now, now, now nope. take this in perspective, right? You have eight sergeants in Baltimore City that has this, per capita, the second most uh, homicide rate. In the in the country, so when you when you sit there and you think about it, you're like, okay, thirty two years old, leading a group of men and women, know, and women, um, to the ultimate goal, which is conviction, um, trial and conviction. You know, you got to work alongside with the, the the state's attorney's office, but you know, it's a thrill. It's great when people ask me all the time about, hey, how's you know. Homicide. I love it because this is the highest crime in the land. Mm. You're locking someone up or you're putting someone away for murder. You're a part of history. This is think about that. You know, in some of the cases that I've been involved in, they're some of the hardest working men on that floor. I mean, most recently, one of my detectives, like I said, 30 years on, put 36 hours in mm. on a case. You know why? It's the passion. It's the passion for wanting to see it done. Wanting to see the resolve, the, the, the end result. Following the leads. Following the facts. Not hearsay, but the facts. Mm. And working alongside with the ASA's office, you know, That's it dope. works. So can you speak to any cases, you know, of course, without, but like, what is like a very famous type of case that you've closed out or anything that you, you know, because like you said, as soon as you said Baltimore homicide, like you said that it is like, you know what I mean? Like that's the elite. You know, like if you got the Chicago PD and everything else, like Baltimore Homicide, like, it's right there. Yeah, absolutely. Like, like, like you said, got his own show. Should bring up. They should actually bring that show back. Okay. But if there were any, if there were producers saying, "Give me an idea of like a so and so forth," like, "Hey, let me give you this case because this was like a a high profile or like was it something where it was like a, um, like one of these crazy cases that you see like on TV with these people and these, you know, because. Baltimore has its fair share of homicides, but which one is like the like a most unique one that was sort of like Hannibal Lecter type of thing? Something that you've never, you know, that you would, us being from Baltimore, them being from New York, we'd be like, we don't see this kind of stuff, bro. We from like, we see regular. Right. Or anything that sticks out to you, any case in particular, that when you think about homicide and what you do, that's like, wow. Um, most recently, we had a case. 
I'm, I can't get really too too mm-hmm. deep into it, but I'm not going to even talk about it. I'm not even going to touch on it. Mm-hmm. It was two of them last last just January that just passed, and uh, I'm like I can't I can't really talk about it because they're still going through procedures mm-hmm. yeah. and um, things like that. But uh, one case I can talk about it's a murder suicide. Mm. Um, happened in the Southern District. You know, uh, you really don't see that too often. Mm-hmm. You know, you hear about murder all the time, mm-hmm. but you don't hear about, you know, as often on the news, uh, female get killed, guy kill himself. You got SWAT there. You got the command staff there, you know, waiting to make entry. You go in there and you find both of them, you know, laid out. Mm. Um, in the beginning, for me, you know, once you start to see it, it's like, whoa. But now, you know, you got your itch for it. You're like, all right, it's time to, it's time to roll. It's time, mm-hmm. to, time to get the get the men together. Time to, you know, all hands on deck. Like my, <laughs> like one of my guys used to say all the time. Right now, all hands on deck. Mm. I need all hands on deck, Sarge. Ten four, let's go. You know, but I bring that same philosophy to um, to how I was when I was a detective. Like Dre said. You know, laid back, chill, never changed. I continue to be like that. Mm. And I think that the guys respect me for that because I, I, I don't like to micromanage. You know, micromanaging makes a person nervous. Mm. Makes a person don't want to feel like they want to do that job because I feel like my supervisor's on my back. Yeah. And like I said, AM wasn't like that with me. AM told me something to do. Or he said, hey, look, we need a, the game plan for the day is to do X, Y, Z. We targeting xyz or we doing surveillance on xyz or you know this is what we need to do <sighs> say no more i mean i think rick ross said it right like if you treat your soldiers right they go to war for you damn right mm-hmm. but if you starve them they're gonna stab you in the back right and that's what that's what a lot of not this department but a lot of like companies departments need to understand like if you treat like google google right google treats their people like gold, you got babysitters, you got chefs, you know, and what do they produce? Right. They're one of the smartest minds out there. If we could adapt that into police work mm-hmm. and treat these departments and treat these people with the utmost respect, give them the best working conditions, right. you will get the best quality police work, which will reduce the liability, which will reduce you know, um, everything that's going on right now because everybody's happy. Well, Dre, go, go back to what you're saying. But Dre, just to kind of piggyback off of what you just yeah, said. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when it comes down to the, the department, the city, the crime, there's a plan and action that you can do. It, it has to be all hands on deck, like my man said. All hands on deck, right? That's from the state's attorney's office. That's from the city council. That's from the mayor's office. That's from the police department. Right? And also the citizens of Baltimore. All hands on deck. What I mean by that, everybody's on the same accord. Mm-hmm. Everybody has the same mindset. Mm-hmm. Right? And everybody has the same goal at the end of the day. But when everybody is button hits, you ain't going to accomplish nothing. Right. So what you need to do is, look, you need to have a round table. You need to get this out. Look, what are we going to do to make this better? 
right? The, the, the department don't trust who. The city don't don't trust who. The mayor's office don't trust this person. The state's attorneys don't trust this person. The, the city council don't trust the state's attorney. It, 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 it's everybody at war with each other. So who really is, uh, you know, benefiting from that? No one. Nobody. No man. one. So when it comes down to homicides, man, and I think it's been, what, six years, what, five years straight, over 300? We losing a lot of people. Yeah, man. I looked at the numbers the other day, man. We had like 500,000. Damn. A little bit over 500,000. What, the city consensus? Yes. The last time the city was over a million, like early 90s. When I, yeah. yeah, when I came down, when, I, when we moved down, it was like like not, like a million people, residents. It's crazy. Wait, in 2000? Residents. Like uh, the consensus the was like the city was like a million people. Like of residents, of residents, of residents. Nine, I was gonna say because they haven't been over a million for a minute. They haven't been over a minute since the once the crime jumped past the twos. It might have been like nine hundred thousand, maybe. This was back then in two thousand eleven, two thousand ten. Yeah, that was the last. Yeah, those were the last years for close to those numbers, and they started dipping at that. Right. So So, seeing dead bodies every day, does any of that affect you? That's a good question, Age. Because it was different from patrol. Yes. It's different from, you know, even being a shooting detective where you see people yeah, get shot. I never thought of that. But job. actually seeing dead bodies every day. Yeah, because all my victims are alive. Right. Right. So, like, how is it for you? Well, for me, uh, in the beginning, like I said, it did affect me at some point. Like you said, in patrol, you saw it once in a while. Mm-hmm. Shootings, you hardly saw it. But if you did get... A dead body? Guess who you calling? Homicide. 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 Hey, homicide. Look, this person expired. It's on you, bro. It's on you now. I need you to take up the case. Cool. Now, me being a case supervisor of a group of men, strong men, guys that are a a personality type guys, and women, and women. I'm just. I was speaking about my squad. I'm sorry. No, no. My, no, my squad. I, look, I got a lot of diversity in my squad, also. One white, one Asian, the rest of them are uh, African Americans. Killing them, getting it. But uh, how it affect me is the fact that I'm numb to it now. Mm-hmm. Wow, I'm numb to it now. Like in, in the beginning, you know, you you felt the way, especially when you do a notify. When you do a notification, and you got to tell a, a loved one that. I know that's the one. That's the worst, right there. That's the worst. When you see in kids crying, you. See I went. Like, I went with one of our beautiful, um, very experienced homicide detectives to go do a notify, and my world was upside down. It's, it's tough. Not, I was not expecting that. It's tough. You gotta. She, you gotta prepare. She drives a black Corvette. Oh, you know I love She's her. phenomenal. She's shout phenomenal. out to her. Shout out. To She's her. a dope. That's a, F- she's uh, F. She's phenomenal. Shout out to her because you know why? Strong A type personality. Black woman. Black woman. Strong. Strong. <laughs> Love her. Come to find out, we might be related. Wow. At some point, we, not, but that we can talk about that on another another tip. So, like, what's the mindset? Like, you know, H and I, we talk about all the time. Like, 
you know, we used to talk, we used to listen to Rick Ross on our way to, you know, when we were doing it with the rides. Right. Like, what's your mindset when you, you know, you got to go to work? Like, what do you listen to? Like, what do you, how do you get into that vibe? Like, how do you, how do you, what do you do? Well, the day of, going, coming to work, Triple C, Big H, Dre, my man put me on. Mm. He put me on with the house music. Mm. So coming to work, guess what I'm listening to? Some black Which coffee. One? Black coffee. Oh, you yeah. said you're mad me? Yeah. Oh, what I didn't know that. I didn't know that. My man put me on with black coffee. I'm like, yeah. Ooh, what man? Yeah, no, nah, yeah, black. Shout out to black coffee. Wow. Put me on with black coffee, right? So I'm coming to work. I gotta be hype coming to work. <laughs> I'm high energy. Even when I was in shootings, I'm high energy. Yeah. Right. I hit the floor. I make sure I talk to everybody. I make sure I talk to everybody. Dap them up. Hey, how you doing? Lieutenants, captain, major, detectives. I give you energy. I get to my office. I sit down. Put some music on. Sitting there. I go over my my daily stuff, which is notifications or any kind of what happened prior to the last time I was there. Mm-hmm. And then if we get that call, got to go, got to go, turn the gears up. Ain't no music. It's time to go. It's, and it's a mindset. It's a switch. All right. Especially if I know which detective that I have. Right. Uh, if I know the type of detective that I have, that's going to be bang, 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 bang. That's going to be my follow up question. How are you detective individually? Oh. So it's you like got a, it's like a well oiled machine when I was in shootings. Mm-hmm. Shootings was a you know a Beamer, a Benz, you know? Those guys they get your maintenance done, it rides by itself. Mm. Man, you get up to homicide, it drives by itself. Mm. Mm. It's like a Tesla. It's like a Tesla. You get in that bad body, shoot it up, boop, gone. Gone. For real? Sit back. You know is what? That, is that crazy? Some guys got it. Mm. You know, like I said, I got experienced guys. And you got to have a strong, thick skin to be in homicide. Because one, why? You see dead bodies every day. You talk to next next to Kins every day, right? And you uh, joking and having fun. Next thing you know, like I said, it's a switch. You go on a, on a scene and you're dealing with the A-type personalities of Baltimore City. You get on the scene. Once you're on scene, that is your scene. That is your baby. Next thing you know, that detective go to work. Shout out to AC, shout out to MV, shout out to JB, shout out to AS, mm. shout out to CM, shout out to JM, and RD. Them guys, they roll, man. You got to think about it. I got a guy in my squad that got an E. Edward. Old school. Old school. Damn. Old school. Been he talked. I, 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 mean, I listened to him because, you know, he got, he got, he's, he's been around the ringer. You know, so at the end of the day, you know, and when, guys, he, and when he means by E. Edward, that's the sequence number. Mm, yes, sir. So he got time right. on. Got time. Right, 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 right. 
got and time. Anybody yeah. with an E, you might want to sit back and relax mm-hmm. and so. pay attention. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because we're J sequences. I'm not a J. I'm an I. I'm an I. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> get it right. Get it right. <laughs> get it right. <laughs> a, B, C, D. I'm not a, I'm not a F, J. G. Yeah. Yeah. Think about it. You got time on. Got time on. Much yeah. respect to him. But, you know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, you know what? These guys, they work their ass off. I can't say too much, man. Nah, that's dope. So how do you feel? Um, you feel you want to stay? But uh, I'm sorry. Hell yeah! You won't go nowhere else. Yeah, like, yeah, like, how is it being a part of most one of the most le- legendary units? I talked to the old major, right? Mm-hmm. And the old major, he's there's actually, movies and shit about right. Baltimore City homicide. Mm-hmm. He's actually yep. in the book, the old major that I used to. Think, he, he's a lieutenant right now. I mean, it's you can feel it when you go in the cold case unit. Mm-hmm. When you go in the cold case unit, you can feel those files. You can feel those people. Mm. Really? Yeah. TJ, shout out to Sergeant TJ. Man, he told me, you go through those files, you read up on it, just pull it out. They used to be this thick. They still this thick, especially when you got a good case. But they used to do everything different back in the day, back in the 80s and 90s. So, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, you go back there, you you feel the loss, you feel the, the... the souls. I can imagine the workload that you guys deal with. Crazy. Especially with a cold case. What is the workload? You know why? Because, yo, people see, like, oh, my God, I want to be homicide. And they see it on TV. Like, what is it to be in real life? Like, what is it to be in homicide? Tell us, like, why? It's amazing. You know why? Because when you pull up on scene, even when you was in shootings, they'd be like, oh, is that homicide? Or if you're doing a next to Ken, or if you're doing a follow-up, or if you're looking for cameras, and you're doing whatever. Homicide gets the most respect. It gets the most news coverage. Mm. You're right. When they doing uh, Comstat, who gets the most coverage? CID. Homicide. Mm. You up. What you got? What you What's got? Up? What you got? Tell, so, me. Uh, Tell me. I want to know. I want to know. So at the end of the day, that's what it is. Is that the hardest unit to get into? Say it again. Is that the hardest unit? Most of the time, if you, you, I believe in the way how it used to be. So in drugs, it used to be flex, drugs, citywide drugs, hider. Right. Mm. Investigator side was you start off with uh, burglaries, uh, ag assaults, shootings, homicide. Right. There's a hierarchy in each one. Yep. But you know what the best part is when you can take a guy from drugs and bring him over to homicide, you're dealing with a different monster. Mm. The mindset is different. The mindset is different. The grind is different. Right. You know, I got guys in my squad that did, you know, the drug unit thing. And they got that grind. Right. They got that 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 intensity. And when they put it together, it's crazy. It's crazy. Working past eight hours ain't nothing. Ain't nothing. And it's light. It's, it's light work. That's a quick free though. Right. No cap. <laughs> I mean, we did that. 
I mean, you did that. I did. You I came mean, from drugs, you wish for time. But you know, it is what it is. You know, one of the, the, the major who's, who's not there now, he told me, he's like, listen, one of the things this this unit is so prestigious, but it does have its drawbacks. I will say that. Every unit does. Like everything else, yeah. Right. So, you know, time away from the family. Yeah. But yeah, one of the yeah. things he told me, and I will give it to him, he will say, Yo, spend time with your family, your kids. This place is gonna be here. Take care, take care home. Cause if not, real quick. So like, how would it be? Boom, walk us through without detail. You know, okay. Boom, you just caught a homicide case. How different is it from like CSI or? Chicago PD. Uh, the, the the first the boom first. you like boom you get a call boom you're in there right a rock the other day you caught one yep from uh, in the southeast yep boom right a rock all right get on there at three o'clock call comes out around four get the call boom you start working it the first thing you do is you make sure your your, your primary and the in the primary from patrol stay together. They do that thing. You make your notifications. Uh, you make sure you get all the evidence. You get Crime Lab there. Crime Lab do that thing. Shout out to Crime Lab, man. Phenomenal. 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 Mm. We have a dope-ass phenomenal Crime Lab. We need to get some more Crime Lab. We'll do that next. Yes. Mm-hmm. If you can, get Crime Lab on here. Know why? And it's majority all women. Because they, they see all, it all. They see it all, but they they put it in. Mm. They see it from the, the the smallest crimes to the highest crime in the land. But uh, once they get there, they do their thing. We clear up. We then start to make the notifications. We try to find out who the family is, who who he might be or who she might be. Find the family. You're next to Ken. From next to Ken, I might have somebody else out there looking for cameras, doing door-to-door. Primary is back at the office doing his uh, administration you know, you know, doing this thing on on the computer. Next thing you know, we have people in the in in office if they want to come in and start talking to us. Now that's when it's really uh, essential is the fact that talking to them, having them in the box, getting what what occurred, times, dates, who they seen with, who they saw him with, saw her with last. Boom. Next day. Daytime canvas looking for additional camp uh, uh, evidence because sometimes you might just miss it on the first day. In that second day, you might pick up, oh, we missed this casing, or there was a camera right here. All right, I need my uh, my my cybercrime out here. Cybercrime is cool. My bad, man. I rubbed my hand up against the thing, man. <laughs> no, why is face like that, yo? <laughs> I rub my hand up against it, bro. Nah. <laughs> up against the table. This was that earlier, you know, he's breaking my balls. <laughs> he, breaking, he ain't do it to me, though. <laughs> I appreciate not, you, Big not H. A, not, now the guy's guilty of it, and uh, I'm not gonna say nothing. Yeah. But next day, right? Uh-huh. You get you do your uh, your additional canvas. Yeah. And the next thing you do is uh, autopsy. That's what I want to talk about, about me. Mm. Medical examiner. Because, you know, everybody's so into, oh, my God, CSI. I want to be a CSI. 
real is real. Okay. CSI. I know we probably don't got that much. What that me- no, no, we good. Go ahead. What that yeah. what that medical examiner look like? All right. So normally, if the deceased is taken into the hospital, right? The next day, they're taken to the the office of the chief um, medical examiner. If they're on the street or if they're in the house, OCME might come and pick them up, take them straight down to the chief of uh, medical. Examiner. Shout out to them. Oh, in Baltimore, mm. they deal with their rate is just as much as I was gonna say. Yeah, right. they busy. Boy. They're busy. They're busy. You gotta think about it. So before pre-COVID. Right, you would go down there every day. Every day, you know, you would go down there just to kind of get your um, your doctor's information. You talk about the case. You talk about how you know what occurred. Um, you get to know who the doctors are. They're amazing. Mm. You know, I've always I had a uh, understanding that. Medical examiners are real doctors because they rule the cause of death. A hundred percent. Cause of death. The reason why a person has expired either, either from an overdose, even if, either from a homicide by shooting, stabbing, blunt force, trauma, trauma, heart attack. You know, it, they, they do the examination, but the day of the uh, the autopsy, you get there, you you talk about what the case is about, and then you either sit you sit there and you have to collect your evidence. You collect your evidence, you take it down to ECU, which is the evidence control unit. Take it down there, you put it in there for for court purposes, and then you go about your day. But it's about an eight to ten hour day. Mm. But autopsy, man. They Do you real. actually sit there and you watch them examine the body? You can. If you want to? Yes, you can. There's either, either two ways of doing it. You can sit there and wait for them. Not on workforce. Or you can say, hey, look, you know, hey, guys, um, I got to hit out. I got to do this next to Ken. I got to do this uh, video retrieval. I have to do this at, at the job. I have to talk about this on, on a case. Right. XYZ, we'll give you a call. Leave a card. We'll give you a call when the, when the when the evidence is ready to get picked up, and the next thing you know, you come down and you pick it up and you take it to the um, evidence control. And they rule out once you pick it up. <laughs> that's well, not yeah. for me. Yeah, that's not for me. Oh yeah, I'm not sitting there. Nah, no thanks. That's not for me. It's not bad. Shit. When, when bad. I had the offer, and of course you asked me a couple of times to come down. I did. Big H, I did. Did you? What? Did I? And I, I wanted to just to work with you, just to work with you, but all the extra stuff I can't do. It. I'm listen, not ready for that. Listen, big, you watching them, big, Dre? I was like, come on, Dre, come on down. Nah, I, I'm good. The family, I like it where I'm at. I'm good. Can't <laughs> you want to do homicide, bro? I get, you know what? I get too much. Homicides on my WhatsApp. <laughs> That's enough for me. Good with the videos. The prestige of it, you don't want to ride around like it was homicide. I just, I'm happy seeing my man, seeing my brother. You know, just nah, he's super doing this. That is the quarterback position, though, for for like for for Baltimore City that you said that when you was like Baltimore homicide. I was like, nah, that's where it's at. Yeah, I know, like it 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 does because even I was looking like, 
And, hey. the, and, the, and the kids' suit it's game is crazy. Crazy. It's crazy up there. Shout out to the homicide unit, man. Yes, y'all do, y'all. Shout out they to them. No why? Suits up there. They got some suits. They got some. They got some leathers up there, man. Them, them, them feet crazy, man. Shout out to that guy they call Caesar. My brother. That boy do some, some damage on Caesar. I remember some of the old school ones that was, you know, like I said, when I was growing up in the suit game. Like, yeah, suit game we might had to, we might had to, I'm gonna have to call Unc and be like, yo, show me some pictures, of, and then like, like, do y'all have somewhere where it's like, yo. Where y'all can kind of go, go through a book or something like, yo, even in the 70s, because you know they nah. was killing the game. When you go to the homicide floor, there's pictures of commanders. Right. You know, But I want to see like some of the, yeah. I want to see some of the detectives because they used to have them. That'll be dope. Why yeah, not? yeah like old, look, at, look, look at Sean. Look at Sean, man. They got to pick him over here. Man, you know, you know, know. They were that's, the, that's the, that's the. There's a lot of, yo, I ain't gonna lie. Like, I talked to my cousins up in New York. And, you know, shout out to NYPD, but when it comes to, and I'm not just saying this because I'm here, right? but I'm only saying this because I see the two, mm-hmm. I'm privileged enough to see how they investigate, how we investigate, and I put us up, I put Baltimore City units I, I against any, anybody. Yeah, we with it. We with it with we every with it. day. I'm not saying that because we're here. I'm saying it because we do it so much. Do it so much. And one thing about our unit, one thing about CID in itself, they can run circles about any department. Yeah, any department. Facts. Those guys, they they handle the workload. Yeah, the workload different. The mindset different. I mean everything on how to, on how to get to the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Everything is totally different because they do it so much. They do it so much. Their skill set is so different. And talking to the state's attorneys, man, shout out to them also. You know That's why? What's up? Shout out to them because <sighs> yeah, for real. If it, it, I mean, we need them. They are partners. They are partners. Yeah. They make you know, things, you know. They make it work. Smooth. I mean, well, they make it smooth. But the thing at the end of the day, you know, you need. We, it's like peanut butter and jelly, man. It, it goes together. Yeah, can't have one hand without the hand. other. Right. The next day, I mean, next day after a murder, guess what? Guess who calling? Your line attorney. Right. What you got? All right. Brainstorming. Brainstorming on what we got. What yeah. we doing? What we doing? How we gonna work this? How we gonna work this? Right. I like this idea. Teamwork. Teamwork. Back in the day, how it was is you get a homicide. <laughs> The AUSA, uh, not AUSA, I'm sorry. The, the state's attorney's office will come down to the homicide floor, pick up whatever they need to pick up, see who's uh, who got the latest murder, get a line attorney. You will see attorneys on the floor. This is, you know, before COVID. Mm-hmm. You see them on the floor, you know, talking and brainstorming and getting shit done. Mm. That's how it's supposed to be. Yeah. We are a tandem. We are, we are together because you know what, what's going to happen? When it's time to go to court, you need to be on one accord. Everybody squared away on Everybody what they on their parts. Yes, time to testify. Time to do our thing. Fire. Yo, what a phenomenal episode! You broke it down. Triple C time. There might be some producer calling you. We want to know how to listen. I'm sorry, the sergeant. 
I appreciate y'all, man. Nah. Thank you for having me nah, on. Nah, thank man. you for coming on. So dope to have you on. Ladies and gentlemen, it's episode 59. I like that my brother Gar's coming in. Giving the world a little bit on being a homicide sergeant detective. And just letting the world know what it is to work in that prestigious unit supervising his people. Shout out to 2100. 2100 all day. Amazing. Those people down there, they're very, very, very brilliant. Absolutely. Shout out to them. But uh, we appreciate you guys, man. Keep tuning in. Listen, this podcast is it's, it's not stopping. Every week we're gonna have somebody different. Every week we're gonna have fun. Every week we're gonna talk real talk, and that's what it's for. Bridge this gap, give you a better understanding of what police work really is from the real ones. Mm. And we appreciate you for the people that do it every day, every day, in the best city in the country. My man goes does it in a nice, beautiful suit. Yes, sir. Right, plush. Joseph Babu. The kid, the kid's suit game is crazy. <laughs> right. Wing tips. Slim yeah. cut. Oh. Slim cut. Slim cut. Slim cut. Slim cut. Cock print. You know what I'm saying? Double knot wins. All day. <laughs> All day. Bow tie game. Shout out to bow tie. You used to, you used to come through with the bow tie. Yeah. And that's what it's about. You got to look the part. You know okay. what you're talking about. You can pull over a bow tie. I think you can Yeah. Nah, I, I got bow ties. Yeah, you can do it. I'm on it. I don't know why. I, I love bow ties. Don't put me on something. I got you. Took me a minute to learn how to do it. Hey, that's how it's supposed that's to go. Just like ball. that. Yeah. Yes. Fire. I'm sorry, people. You can't be a part of that. Right. Next time. Yeah, just just let us know. We'll let you come through. <laughs> All right. But y'all be safe. Enjoy your weekend. We love y'all. And we'll see you next week. Any shout outs? Any shout outs, sir? Shout out to my family, man. Shout All out day. to the Lord. Savior Jesus Christ Jesus all day. Christ all day All day Shout out to my girl man Shout out to my kids Shout out to the boys Shout out to the boys The boys Nine, five, and two That's what it's about Yeah man Bang, bang, bang mm. Bang, bang, bang But I'm done <laughs> Let me give a shout out to my little buddy Quita Hello I love you Yes Te amo mucho Te lo quiero Good Be safe Episode 59 Talk to you next week Easy. Peace and love. Peace and love. I'm with me and the people every day. The views and opinions expressed on the Silverback Podcast are those of the hosts, producers, and or the persons appearing on the program and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of the federal, state, or local government. This includes, but not exclusive to, the Department of Defense and or the Baltimore City Police Department.